What's happening everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Indian Dots Podcast. I don't know if I should start us off with like a what's happening or a hello or hi or a sasikar, which means hi, but let me know if you think that that's a suitable start. I'm just trying to be my truest authentic self like Dr. Mavi says. <laughs> Dropping them vibes right at the start, huh? I am, you know. He finally dropped his uh, fleece as well. Those of you that are watching on video, uh, he's not wearing his, his fleecy well Burkhouse. for 20 episodes. My Burkhouse. Because in these, what did you say? I look like a builder or something or a tradesman? Hey, or... you look like a builder or a tradesman. It's actually kind of mad. I don't know if that's yeah. the look you're going for, Mr. Property. So maybe it is. Yeah, actually, if you look at all my property photos, I'm normally wearing that jacket. By coincidence. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. How I often do you wash jacket. it? Do you know what it is about that one? How often Probably, do you wash it? Uh, once every three weeks. Something like that. But I don't wear it every day. You do wear it every day. <laughs> no, no. You see it on the podcast, but it's not that I wear it every day. So okay. I have another one, which is a North Face, but it's just much thinner. And when I, like, I just stumbled across Burkhouse, I didn't even know the brand, to be honest. Uh, but I was in like a go outdoors. And I was like, this fleece is absolutely amazing. And then something really interesting happened. So uh, like two Saturdays a month, I do a private clinic. Mm. And I had this guy walk in, right? And he's wearing a gilet, a Burkhouse gilet. So it's basically my jacket without sleeves. Mm. And I didn't care about, like, obviously I cared about what he could come in with. But I was like, yo. You want that jacket? I was like, yeah. And then, but then I came back and told Shindy and she was like, listen, your arms are getting bigger. <laughs> your, arms aren't, your arms aren't there yet. You need to keep sleeves on and do your whole roll roll <laughs> thing. Because, you know, you've got big forearms. See, got the big forearms. But she goes, yeah, you need to work on that before you get sleeveless. And I was like, yeah. This is why I only wear basketball tops at home. Um, I don't wear them out because the arms ain't there yet, bro. They're yeah, not going to be either. I'm, I'm not that guy. So I just like wearing them maybe on a holiday or on a beach. What does that PC say to us all the time? Boys, it's about genetics. It's all about the genetics, right? Going, yeah. Because there's one guy, he can curl one one barbell and he's going to have, you know, like twice the size biceps you have. So you, you know what's work mad, what yeah? Got. Talking about that... I I got my dad's hands the other day, right? And I just got him just like put it against mine. His hands right. are like right. double the size of mine. And I'm like, why? He's like, oh, just just farm work. Like he's, he claims it's farm work. It's like, it's like evolved in his lifetime. Bro, I swear to God, it actually has, because his hands are like long and quite wide. Right. His, 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 his fingers are long and wide. And I'm like, dad, what are you <coughs> doing with your hands? He's just like, it was just farm work as a kid. And I was like, okay, maybe it's that. Meanwhile, I've got, if you look at my hands, guys, yeah? Look at my hand in the camera. Mm. See how each finger is the same size as the other. And I've got this big-ass thumb. Uh, put them together? Got some weird genetics. No, no, no. How, how no, the no, same no, 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 no. That isn't a fair comparison because the, the finger starts there and there and there. For those of you that are listening to this file audio, I'm sorry, innit? I'm telling you, I've got some your, weird your, genetics, man. Your hands have developed for playing basketball as we alluded no, to they last haven't week played. And they haven't, haven't so, so Indy who do you play for well not the NBA <laughs> just want to make that very <laughs> clear the I don't NBA, play for the NBA let's be very real yeah it's not happening son oh I imagine that though have you watched Last Chance U basketball you've told me about this haven't you this is the, Netflix, the guys the scholarships the scholarships you've got to watch no, it I've just, watch just it. watched uh, Sea Conspiracy or Speed whatever it's called Sea Spiracy oh Sea Spiracy hmm. yeah I don't know if I've got time for it, man, because I heard so many bad things about it. 
considering what our guest said to us last week, Dino, guys, those of you that haven't listened, go back and listen to that one. It's a really good podcast. But for those of you that haven't listened, he basically says that all of it is just the overarching message is humans are fucking up the planet and uh, we shouldn't be, which is a fair point. Which is true, which is true. Very but it's an interesting, it was an interesting angle. Like, one thing I really learned, this is very, you know, it's abstract, but so we, we talk about uh, climate control. We talk about mm-hmm. um, the greenhouse effect, the temperature rising of the world, right? And carbon dioxide is obviously adding to that process. So trees, obviously great things. And deforestation is bad because we're getting rid of... Mm. Trees, which, you know, through photosynthesis will convert that CO2 away. Now, mm. here's the thing. So what I didn't know is that the, the sea, the oceans, the proportion that they basically chomp up carbon dioxide is way out kind of ways what trees do. But no one talks about it. Like, no one ever talks about it, man. And so mm. there's some really, really good things in there. It's like, I never, ever knew that. Some were like, you know, very medical things. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, that's interesting. And some were just like environmental. Did um, you verify the medical stuff or no? Did I verify the medical like stuff? Like you, being a doctor, were you able to verify it? Uh, no, I, I mean, the way it's presented is it's all, AIDS coming from experts, but okay, fine, any could be an expert. But based, anything which are kind of grounded in studies, meta-analysis, many studies, big observation size groups, those mm. things add more, more weight. Uh, I then moved on to now I'm watching Game Changers. I know everybody watched it like two years ago. Mm. I'm, I'm just getting around to watching that one. Um, Let me know how you got on with that, yeah? Yeah, I'm kind of mid, I'm midway at the moment. I've seen the whole, the three players, the dolphins and the test tube and the centrifuge mm. and the plasma. So yeah, I'll tell you when I get to the end. Um, what was I going to say? So yeah, your fingers. You and your fingers genetics, and genetics, man. Genetics. Genetics, man. Genetics. It all comes down to genetics. I've got dad's thumb, I've got mum's fingers. It's weird. I have interest. So your mum's hand, is it much bigger than yours? Oh, sorry, not bigger. Mum's hand is like, my fingers are really thin. Hers are a lot wider, but they're a little bit bigger than mine. And how, do you, know how, that, how do you explain that? How do you explain that? I have no idea. I have no idea. So if idea. dad had the farming, what did mum... Mum was cleaning your ass, that's what it was. No. There's <laughs> 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 cleaning my ass and then there's obviously... That's it, that's it, the work in the kitchen cleaning the house as well. Like, a lot of it's hands-on work. So, mm. being an Indian wife, that's what it was like, right? Okay. And, again, coming back to genetics, because I know mm. your bro is a prolific gymmer, and I know he can mm. kill some mad weight. Like, how's he physique-wise compared to you? <clears throat> He's like double my size width, uh, double my arm size. Right, uh, oh, okay. Chunky yeah, he's Yeah, but he's the same size as me. Like, height. We're the same height. Interesting. It's just his build is a lot wider than mine. This is coming back to that previous episode about the Carol boys and how they demolish pizza and he demolishes yeah, your food. Yeah, of course it is, bro. And... That's what it is. Oh, I guys, do need to ask of... you. Oh, on, One sec. A couple of weeks ago, Indy and I, when we... What did we do? We got together to shoot some content. I said, do you know what? I'm going to eat what Indy eats. I'm going to eat what Indy eats. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. You uh, struggled, didn't it? Oh, my God, man. By the end, I was just like, this is not happening. Just let me go. I'm not going to make it. Let carry me die in peace. Me. Give me something yeah, of the ca- pain and carry let me on, die Carry in on peace. without me. So, uh, yeah, these care boys, beware, man. They, I don't know where they put it. I think, I think you, you saw, know, you you saw you, me you, came you through eat. like it was nothing to me. It was wild. You eat and then I think you just become Spider-Man. You go climb something and you burn it off. That's, no, that's I eat and I fart like a madman and then I'm okay. And then you climb. That's it. And then I climb. That's it. Man. That's it. They life, boss and buller. 
Which means <laughs> my life is simple. very simple. Siddhi Gala. Straight talk. Go on, what exactly. are we going to say? Um, I've forgotten <coughs> now, so don't worry. What I was going to say is, um, where did the concept of the word Horve come from? You know, where, where people say Horve in the phone? It's like a filler, isn't it? Like, basically, <clears throat> the word means what else? So, you know, when people say, what else is going on? Or, so how are you? Like, something like that. They use that a lot as like, oh, Horve. And I'm like, there's a couple of these. So, mm. Shindy, Shindy is my missus, guys. Her dad has a classic phrase. What is it? Classic. Nummy Taji, right? What nummy, does that mean exactly? So, Nummy New Taji, like news thing. It's basically like, what's up? So, so, what else? And he is notorious, like, he loves using it. The thing is, when it's with the other people, like, again, so what we're talking about now is in context is sometimes there are, well, a lot of time we'll speak to people who we don't regularly speak to. And yeah. so there is that notion of awkward silence and, you know... You just oh, the know, awkward silence, you, you know, yeah, when, when you're talking to someone you haven't met in a while, it's proper, proper shit. It just lingers. It's like, oh, oh. I just wanted to yeah. go away. And you yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, you need I, to talk. Either you end the conversation or you put this, like, filler in, so, hor ki horea, hor fed, like, so what else? Like you said, and now we told you, what's happening? Um, where did it come from? Yeah, I, I, I don't know the origins. But uh, it's it's that thing that people they just like don't get it. They want to say, yeah. But it comes out. They just well, they just don't like stopgaps. They don't like stopgaps, and we think about Indian circles, right? When so guys, the Indian circles were. A thing oh yeah, the Indian circle. This is quality, man. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you and go to an event so and people stand much. there, the circle just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I mean, think just think about when we used to bungalow uh, practice, right? So we do the bungalow practice, right? And we've already made a plan. We're gonna go to Nando's. We know where we're going, so there, it's not like we don't know. Bear in still... mind, they will close the gate behind us to the venue, close it all up, we'll park our guddi outside of it, and we'll just stand in a circle and chat. And Why? we have a plan of where to go. So it's not <laughs> like we don't have to go anywhere, but we'll still stand there, talk some more shit, put the headlights on, look like, like we're going to oh make shit, some low We need to go budget. now. Last orders, last orders. We need to go. Yeah, yeah. Then, then we race across, and we all end up at the wrong different Nando's. Then we get to Nando's, and then... Oh, uh, I used to remember it. everyone was so tactical when they got to Nando's. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like, like oh, what's the table I'm gonna, number? I'm gonna order first. I'm gonna order first. <laughs> what's the table number? Tell me the table number. If someone gets the table number, they run ahead, yeah. sprint yeah, yeah, to the front yeah, of the yeah. queue, that's and then it. they order. <laughs> and then at that time of night, there's always like minimal chicken left. Like there's like yeah. maybe like three legs left, and they're like, oh, first one in gets the half a chicken. Otherwise, you gotta wait like forty five minutes just to put a fresh batch on. <laughs> And I was like, 45 minutes, you know. Mm, what's that veggie patty saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. Bro, veggie patty, Nando's, you, you got it. Nah, man. Oh, yeah. Veg- Fine. Veg, veg, no, no, I'm just saying it's not called a veggie patty. Clearly, you've never had the veg at Nando's. I haven't had the veg at Nando's. No. Yeah, I, only, I, I only go to Nando's for chicken. What is it? What? Halloumi and hummus? The halloumi, the halloumi wrap's nice. There is a, the, the beanie that's quite nice as well. Oh, the beanie uh, wrap. That's it. The beanie wrap. The super yeah. green. The super green wrap. I do like that. I think that's very, very tasty. Um, I'll tell you what's really underrated in Nando's right the, some of the drinks there's a drink called the Mango Quencher try it is it like Rubicon Mango yeah but the name is so nice is it actually mango. yeah yeah M- Mango Quencher I'm just like it's really, it always comes out like super chill it's like Thirst Quencher yeah oh, oh this sounds really good I don't know who introduced me to it but the Mango Quencher and the Cloudy Lemonade just really underrated the Cloudy Lemonade okay yeah Cloudy Lemonade uh, you know, behind you on the right hand side something just flashed red 
Oh, oh it's probably it's, my, the, it's it's my mum parking up. Yeah. Oh wow, I was a bit freaked out there, man. I was almost happy. Man. <laughs> Aliens you coming to the window. Right yeah. now, man. That's it, bro. Yeah, mum, mum's parking up the car, so. Okay. Okay. Cool. Parents um, are gallivanting and all. Well, the world's open now, isn't it? So I think. Uh, have you have you found that you know like uh, what everything being open the day? Yeah, and I guess the perception would be that people are racing to go to places. And I met someone; they were like, "Oh, the pubs are empty; like no one's in them." Bro, I went to Bull Ring on Saturday, and um, it was right. really quiet, like eerily quiet. What? Why, why did you go? So I had to go because I had to pick up Sanjana Dax. I came to Birmingham for the day, right? Oh, and, so you went uh, to New Street? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I parked up in Bull Ring to go and get them, oh. and. I'm walking through boring and I'm like, this is actually a little bit quiet. And they've obviously closed down Debenhams. They've closed down Topshop and they've closed down John Lewis. So Ooh, let's it's really so quiet. Like Debenhams. Not, not, not as in like ghost town, but that on Saturdays you tend to see like, you know, at the back towards the back of Debenhams, they've got like these little trampolines and shit. The kids are always going on and all that. Yeah, and you've got like yeah. a little area where people crowd around. None of that was going on. It was just really open and quite what's the word small on numbers quite shallow on numbers is the word i'm trying to go for mm. yeah i found it odd man i was just i was there like this is really really shit it's a bit kind of like um you know when you watch uh, apocalyptic films did it feel like desert ghost town or no i wasn't that extreme but i did see like a noticeable drop off in numbers to the point where i was like oh this is actually quite quite sad mm. so yeah and then obviously who's gonna feel like three floors of debenhams and three floors of john lewis like that's a lot oh, of rental costs. I know what you're thinking about. Yeah, Debenhams is that one that's... Yeah, Debenhams is the, the one that's very back, right? So on the opposite end, you've got Selfridges. On that end, you've got Debenhams. That's it. That's it. So that's, I mean, Debenhams that's a big story gone. as well. Yeah, Debenhams is yeah. now the one that's owned by Boohoo. They bought them up. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So that's that. And then Top top Man's gone now? Top top Man and Top Shop's gone. No. Like that got bought child, by ASOS. Childhood, right? oh, okay, that got that bought by sense. ASOS. It's still that there, but it's only available online. There's no shops for it. And then what was the third one you said? Uh, John Lewis. John, John Lewis, Lewis moved, yeah. they moved out of Grand Central when COVID hit because they couldn't keep up with rent payments and they said it wasn't profitable and they had to do this massive scale back operation on Waitrose and John Lewis. Damn, son. I so mean, they pulled John it all back. household name, isn't it? It, it? it was the name of Grand Central, right? If you think about it because at the back of Grand Central it was, yeah, you walk Probably in and you see John Lewis like it's the yeah. whole snazzy and big again, look. But three, four gone. floors. Yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's no other major retail shops in there. Most of them are quite small, so I'm assuming the retail space is quite cheap in comparison anyway. Mm. So It'd be interesting to see what, what takes the place of um, John Lewis now. Like, meanwhile, you have like, flipping Prime markets that are opening up. Like, with mate, this massive, 10 more stores. Massive European <laughs> store. Sorry, what is it? The biggest store in Europe or something? In yeah, 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 yeah. And, the, and there's always a queue for it. It's wild. It's like, it's like going to a next sale on a Saturday. There's always a key. Or like a, yeah, like the, the line that I saw was almost like what you see on Boxing Day. Yeah, Boxing Day of, next sale, that's it, yeah. Right, and I'm just like, why are you so desperate to go to Primark, man? Like, hey, hey, you can buy all the stuff online. No, no, you I don't. Can. Like, Primark, absolutely, man. You can buy, like, you know, I can buy loads of t shirts from there, it's fine. Mm. My point is, is it that you're social, are you craving social, uh, social environment? No, you just want it's to simply be because the Primark website is so bad that you don't go on it. <laughs> You go yeah. to no seriously the Primark website's horrific. Try going on it. You can't. You can't buy it that much. The range isn't there. They do right. that guess if people go to the brick and mortar stores. Okay, fine. Okay, that makes sense. But then my second question would be: Do you really need like that much? 
that many clothes like right now like what well, is the, the urgency the issue is with Primark right it doesn't last long well this is my perception of it I could be wrong but mm. whenever I bought it for Primark like about five six washes it goes a little bit out of shape it's not really the same uh, it starts like getting a bit like imagine my boxes are straight it starts like twisting a little bit to one side you buy your, socks, your, your, your socks lose the elastic you know what one time I Bro, went to London and I didn't game, pack man. any boxes I didn't up pack any game. boxes up again. And I was like, shit, I didn't pack any boxes. So I went to Primark and bought a couple. And they only lasted me the weekend. You are a renowned podcaster. You do not buy boxes from Primark. But on that note, but, when I went, but when the I thing went is, on honeymoon... Hang on, hang on. Hang on. But with, the, with that thing, the reason why I bought it is because I knew I've got plenty at home. I don't want to add more to it. I just need a stock gap for this weekend. So oh, I wasn't I, bothered I, about it going out of shape. Good save. And the social good interaction save, thing. And, good save. And the social, good save. The, <laughs> the social interaction thing it's not a thing because right I think the reason why people go also is because it's low income families that go there so much because everything is so affordable like a pair of jeans 12 quid a t-shirt 3 pounds mm-hmm. like you can get a whole outfit at Primark and it's decent absolutely but is your going on from your point so your, what was your feeling that actually these the people are buying this stuff only by Primark and their stuff is so worn out now in lockdown year that they've got nothing yeah. to wear is that what you think well essentially that and also they just need new clothes for their kids that are growing up okay yeah fair enough um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know I, I think I'm a bit more yes the world is opening up and look I've been a doctor and I see stuff and I'm I'd say I'm one of the people who's happy to like with the whole yeah come on let's shake hands let's hug and do all the stuff we're allowed to do now I'm pretty happy like that um but yeah, not not racing to do this type of stuff, man. Like I'm looking forward to going to restaurants, going to Shum this Saturday. Looking forward to that. Overrated? Oh, you, oh wait, you're going or you haven't been? Going. I've never been. Everyone talks about it. We've never got a table in London. You got experience. Okay, tell, it's, it's tell me your honest thoughts on it afterwards. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about our podcast when we next week. Um, you were saying about your honeymoon though about boxes. Yeah, yeah so I forgot to pack any boxes. Uh, completely with the whole honeymoon yeah yeah obviously i realized very early on i was like ain't got no boxes man so uh but then trying to find boxes i think we where were we we were in um basically we were in like some sort of landmark thing and then we were at like the gift shop and i was trying to find boxes there and i was like oh my god these are all like Speciality, the hell, like you know, the uh, Canada moose. So they're all like really <laughs> weird. And it's only been, they're only, they were like one pair of boxes, like $30. And I was like, I don't need a specialty pack, I just need a pack of boxes. Yeah. Uh, and then I just I was like, Shindy, just Google Maps, find me a mall. I just need to find some boxes, man. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, we got some boxes, man. But then I was just thinking, I was like, how did I forget to pack boxes? Like, there's this thing that Jordan used to do, and you'll like this. Uh, I read this in his book where whenever he was going for a stay, um, the way he packed is like he tried everything on he was going to wear. Jordan is in Michael Jordan, yeah. Yeah, Michael. How many of the Jordans do you know, man? Which, which book is this? This was, I read this when I was really, not really young, but in, probably in school. I think it was called Driven. Hmm. It was like a, is it, it wasn't like a standard size book. It was like more like a square, had a lot of pictures in there. I think it's called Driven. And in there, he talks about it. Uh, and I remember reading that and thinking, oh, that's a really good like idea when you're packing. Uh, like, know your stuff and make the combination. Yeah, but that's a lot stuff. of outfit changes, man. Imagine chopping and changing with your outfit again and again and again and again. I'd be tired Absolutely. by the fifth one. I'm like, bro, just stuff it all in there. Let's go. 
Yeah, my techniques advance a little bit now. Now you just need bases in it. You need like you need a couple of pounds of jeans. What I have is like a standard to do list. So whenever I'm going yes, somewhere, I, I always make the to do list like three or four days out, and then by yeah. that time, little bits come into your head. You just add to it. Yep. Yep. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, yeah, done, done. That's pretty much it. I have a travel box in the walking wardrobe. Which a I travel box. As in, anything travel-related will go in there. Within that box, but there'll be like electronics. So these are the things I'm always going to need. So something to wear my, my suitcase, my plug converters, wires, portable... Oh, you guys are prepped, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to travel. So there's that. We, we're traveling actually this uh, this weekend. We're going, going? to Wales. Dad, ten, Dad 1060. You uh, don't need plug converters. No, no, we don't. We don't for that. You're right. I do need my wellies though. I need I need my overalls. I need my phone protector thing for the water. Doing a bit of hiking in that. Of course. Uh, bit of we're doing clay pigeon shooting. Haven't done that before. Ooh, that be that's quite fun actually. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, got axe throwing, which I know we've done before anyway. Mm-hmm. And quad biking. So. This is you and the family. Yep, I was like, Mate, um, Daddy like, Mavi on the quad bike. What a guy, man! I was like, I was like, sixty, and actually, his birthday present. We've got him a flying lesson for him and mum. So, yeah. a, pi- a pilot, he's gonna fly, and then mum will be in the back just chilling. That's quite cool. So, um, yeah, he loves flying. He loves flying. He loves tigers. So we, we were like, there's another thing which we'll probably do next year or something. There's like a tiger hotel in the UK. It's where you have these lodges, and it's just like you know, clear glass. Mm. And the, tig- the tigers are just there and you can you can stay um, in front of you a tiger's in front of you in like a glass no no you're you're inside the thing they're in like in a massive thing you're just your lodge is set in that kind of um, I can't think what, of what so, 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 you, so you open the window and tigers are surrounding you no no it's not a window it's <clears> just like a, it's like a I guess it is a window but it's not like the window you're thinking of it's a big massive see through it's just see through man it's glass, but it's not a window. You you don't open it. You just can view the tigers from there. I don't follow, man. Like, are they are right. they going to be in your room imagine, or something? Imagine this is are the they room. In your room? Right? This is the room. Yeah, we're in the room here. The tigers are here. Yeah, this side, right? You never yeah. you never go out that way. You come out this way to the rest of the resort. This side is the reserve where all the tigers oh, are. Oh, so I get you, it. Okay, so I thought it was like. Them. I thought it was like you wake up in the morning and you open, yeah. you open, and you open the, the door, door and the tiger's the tiger there comes in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, yeah, I'm the tiger this like some, This sounds like some extreme, extreme, <laughs> extreme fuck around. Extreme bonding. Why did you do that? No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, what are we talking about? We're talking about travel, weren't we? So, yeah, I have like a standard, I've got my, like a, a list for from doing a seven day trip. I've got my four day like a Europe quick trip like one little cabin bag take on oh yeah I'd have lists and lists and lists of things that's been like you said it's been refined over many trips yeah you know, what I, find, you know what I find when you first do it you just take so much shit and you don't you need never use right and you're yeah, like I'm yeah. never gonna use this but yeah I, yeah, I could use I could use this yeah, I can see my listen listen I'm going on an overnight trip I could use a nail, nail cutter, right? Because maybe my nails no, are I need a nail cutter. No, no, no. Nail cutter stays in my wash bag trip. all the time. One day trip. No, it's always in my wash bag, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, But I'm just saying, like, sometimes we, we do some of these things, and it's just like, yeah, you're never going to need any of these things, man. Yeah, but a nail cutter is small. I'm on about, like, oh, let me take a jumper on a hot holiday. Like, that's not going to be useful. Unless you're on the flight, maybe. But then you have a hoodie for that. Here's a question. When you fly, do you yeah. dress comfort wear, or do you dress, like, smart? Absolutely, one hundred percent comfort. Thank you. 
to the point where I go to India, yeah, like it's okay. So my passport photo has a particle, right? So guys, that's the, the mini turban that I wear, right? So when I'm going through customs and da 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 da, butt goes on. As soon as I hit the plane, like I got my hat off. This comes off, my topi goes on, my joggers are on, like I'm super like, it's all about chill, it's all about convenience. Like I see, I see like my dad when he travels, he'll always, it's not that he's smart, but he'll have like shirt, belt, jeans. Bro, my dad, um, he, um, he wears like a shirt, <coughs> jeans, a suit jacket. I'm like, what are you suit doing? Suit jacket, yes. He wears a suit jacket. I'm like, dad, where are you going? Yeah, he's like India and I'm like okay dad whatever makes you happy man yeah, suit jacket you know I'm like that is so uncomfortable mm. honestly uh, uh, absolutely I don't, I don't find it functional I'm more about functional wear especially with traveling man you gotta, you gotta be comfortable I love trainers I used to be a Tom's guy the problem you is still Tom's are a Tom's guy not on planes because your feet get cold man your feet get cold man you need socks and you need trainers Tom's are when you land on the other side here's a question for you are you a guy so like a longer haul flight not like your, your two three hour one are you going to take your iPad and iPad and download films and watch it or are you going to watch the on flight entertainment uh, I like having both okay so, t- t- talk me through so let's say I'm halfway through like a series or something yeah mm. and I'm like oh I can really crack it all out on the flight and I'll, I will <laughs> crank it out as much as I can on the flight like You're one of those I will try and finish as much as, it, as much as I can I'm like yes this is it's my time great. now the worst is, <laughs> the worst is, now. the worst is, if you've committed to watching it with your partner, yeah, yeah, and you're both watching it, it's like, oh, you need to watch it with me, and right. they're able to sleep, and you're right. not, but right. you've got Ooh. the iPad temptation Ooh. in front of you, and Ooh. you're like, you've run through the possibilities in your head, you're like, okay, if I press play, and then if I finish it, it goes back to the start, so it says I haven't watched it, so if I let it run to zero, 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 it then resets the episode back, so if we have to watch it again later, she'll never know. You can just you can just move the thing. Is it worth it? No, no, no. But it memorizes your last played. So when you've gone through an episode and it's finished, yeah. it resets it back to zero as if it's been unwatched. But if you right. exit it like ten seconds early, it shows you you've got ten seconds left to watch. Uh... So if you're gonna do the series cheating, this is how you do it. That's how you call it. Series cheating. You you've heard it first here. Serious cheating, bro. I've heard things before. Are you are you generally a guy who likes to sleep? Do you will you try and sleep on a flight? Or I can't sleep on a flight. I, the only time I've ever slept on a flight was when I had to physically force myself because I was so exhausted, and that was when we got held up in America for like a few hours and we had to get a domestic flight. And the domestic flight was so uncomfortable, and I was just so tired that I managed to finally sleep for the whole flight. I remember sitting in the seat and we're taking off, and I remember landing and being like, "Oh, we haven't taken off that. Like, no, we've, we've been and gone." I was like, shit, nice, okay, I locked nice. out. Yeah. It is a good feeling though. Like, I've, again, like you, I've not had it many times where it's actually happened, but I remember, so, you know, the standard India flight is about eight hours, eight and a half hours. Yeah. I remember one distinct time where I think I slept six and a half hours. Bro, and the, feeling the of, smell the feeling of on waking the Indian up, flights, I can't take it, man. Uh, the smell on the flights, man, you could just smell all the sweat. You could just smell the India coming out of everyone and I'm like, I feel like I'm in like some recycled air back at home and I'm living with like 20 people in a room like it's too much I think I think it depends the on snow is so pungent that I cannot you, let it go it depends who you fly with uh, that's the first thing I say the second thing is the hack or not the hack the thing that I like to do is I'm always going to pay now for legroom seats yeah that's like a, like a standard thing if I'm not getting like premium economy or business rarely I do business nowadays but at minimum like I'll try and probably get a premium economy depending on the flight um 
I'm definitely going to get like yeah 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 absolutely man I had one time I remember I don't know how this actually happened actually I was in the the flight uh, the airplane's bathroom you know you always have those weird do- doors like occupied unoccupied oh yeah yeah, yeah. like the green and red and you're just like is somebody in there somebody not in there so I was in there and it obviously it said engaged and it was fully closed I don't know how this old woman opened the door on me <laughs> while you were like, doing what while you were wiping <laughs> uh, I was facing she, she she saw my backside basically right she got a full sight of your hairy ass right and then I, I was just like the door is locked. How has this old woman got like oh. four like strength and just like ripped the door? She couldn't use her other arm. She's like, Bruh. open it. I was like, oh. And then the thing is, our eyes met because I turned around. I was like, and then it was just like, close the door. <laughs> the worst thing is that like, we had to walk out and walk past them. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think she went to the other bathroom. I was like, okay. Oh, man. But I was like, that, that was weird. Are you one of those guys, Indy, who... Um, you know, like you get the free stuff on the plane and you get this stuff and you feel like... Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Hold that thought. When you were taking a piss, just help me vision it, yeah? When you pee, (laughs) do you drop your trousers down to the floor and then pee? So you show your whole ass, Or do you like pull the front down and that's it? This is a very interesting point. The backstory to this as well. When I was in primary school, so when you're a little boy and you kind of... um, Obviously, you know, guys, trousers, we have zip. Right, mm-hmm. which allows us easy access to no pass urine. Right, I at this point had not discovered this the is function going. of the zip. Right, I was like proper dissy jack man. I go to the toilet. The other boys would be there doing their business. I didn't understand how they were doing it, and I was just be like bang, bang, <laughs> burnt down. Yeah, ass out, man. Ass and cheeks out, man. I was, I was that guy, and I was like, how are these boys doing it, man? What kind of magic compartment do they have that I don't have? I didn't know about the zip. And, uh, yeah, so to answer your question, I think <laughs> since then, like, unless I'm at work, and I work, okay, it's very functional, but if I'm, like, chill, nowadays, to be honest, I like sitting down, man. I don't know what you like, but sometimes yeah, in the bathroom, yeah, it's like, no, seriously, time, seriously. even if it's number one, I want to sit down. No, bro, I, I like going to the toilet and sitting down because I, I can't be asked with aiming anymore. I'm like, yo, let me just run to the toilet, just quickly <laughs> yeah, drop bench. and sit down and pee. <laughs> And then I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I can just flush, wash my hands and leave. I don't have to like focus. Think of yeah. when the, they think of when I'm peeing and it's going to like overshoot and then it's going to undershoot and then you've got to adjust. I'm like, this is long. I just want to pee in peace. This, this the only thing I have to worry about is, is not missing the gap in the middle. Yeah. What? You know, the gap, okay. in, the, gap the, the gap in between the toilet seat and the, and the, and the toilet bowl. There's that little slit. Huh? Are you aiming for the water? Do you hit the water or do you hit the sides? No, so I'm saying if you sit on the toilet, right? Oh, I see. The only see. thing yes. you have yeah, to worry yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. is the gap, yeah, yeah, the little yeah. gap that you sometimes pee yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very occasionally. Yeah. The only thing I have to worry about is that. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll take that risk over having to aim all the time and then having to wipe up afterwards. Hmm. Are you, if, if you do, if you're doing your standing, you know, the, the conventional, are you someone who aims for the sides or aims for the water? Uh, night time I aim for the sides to be considerate to Sa- others sound control yeah sound control yeah when I'm in the morning I'm like yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to hear some sound to wake me up <laughs> but in the morning I never stand yeah. up and pee I always have to sit on the toilet and pee like I just need to I need, I need to wake up a little bit like I can't stand up and start aiming straight away I can't do it recently I've been using this new technique you can try it if you want guys if you're listening and this is mainly for the guys uh, ladies uh yeah, this is what guys talk about. So, yeah. Two hands on the wall. 
two hands on the wall thing and uh yeah. well just hang on two hands on the wall sitting down or standing up no no standing up so how lift, are you lift, aiming your hands right, at you, you, right yeah you need so a hand? lift lift the seat lift the seat up right and then yeah. you're like really into the toilet just 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 lean and just <laughs> just you know do your business and i think once shindy saw it and she was like what are you doing? <laughs> you look like you're making love to the toilet. Yeah, she's like, what are you doing? You're trying to get in the toilet. And I was just like, I don't know. I, I think I just trying did to it shut once. the toilet going. I did, I did it once. I really liked it. I was like, I want to use two hands. And then sometimes it's just two hand technique. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so guys, if you want to try, if you want to try that, just give me, just, you know, drop I'm never going to so, try that, bro. I don't want to feel like I'm shagging the toilet. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's very underrated. Really underrated me. Underrated, you know. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> what was that thing you were going to say? I cut you off, sorry. Right, so you're on the plane, right? So you get there and you get to your seat and then you've got this little goodie bag of stuff. Right, it's all miniature. Are you going to brush your teeth on the plane? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. And is there a minimum flight time? That uh, yeah, if it's a nighttime flight, yeah, I'll do it. If it's a daytime flight, no. Gotcha. But it depends. But it depends though, right? If I'm also if I've slept, yeah, I'll clean my teeth. However, right. if they give yeah, me the little goodie bag, have you ever tried squeezing out more than one round of toothpaste out of it? They only give you just enough for just about one. Which makes sense. Yeah, I guess it's good for efficiency, but I'm like, well, if no one else is gonna use it, I may as well just use it now on it real quick. So you feel like you have to you feel like you have to use it. Do you have a um you know, the captain's like, uh, oh, we should try this indeed. Let's do our best captain voices. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you want to go first? Zero. Zero. You want me to go Yeah, yeah, So, uh, <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Dr. Jazz, your captain today. We are cruising at 35,000 feet and we are now approaching our descent. The local time in India is... Then what do o'clock. We thank you very much for flying with Indy and Doctor today. Right. So when that comes out, I'll, I'll, I'll invite you in a second to do your... When that comes out, that. I ship myself. I'm like, oh, I need to hurry up and get my last piss in. Right, right, right. No, but do you have a, do you have like a routine? Like some people, I know some yeah. The people routine is run to the toilet and go and empty yourself quick. What else? Like, I, like, do you have like a thing about right? I, I have that, and I'm like, oh, I need to, brush, I need to, I need to like. On. No, it's like get your, like, your oh, bag okay, ready. Get your bag ready. Check the cabin is closed. Yeah, because at that point it's like put all your electronics away, do everything, make make sure everything's all tidy, and I'm like, okay, fine. It's like a little race this time. You sit, sit there on your, on your seat. Like, I'm ready. Sitting I'm ready. there on my time, yeah. One sit thing I noticed, time. right, my, um, I flew with, with my sister-in-law once, right? right? She sleeps on flights in the most psychotic way. So what she does here is she gets the two, blanket. Two hands. No, 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 no. She gets the blanket. Yeah. She puts it over her head. Oh, right? God. Oh, God. All the way onto her seat and then lies back and has a seatbelt on her and has a sign on her that says... Do not wake me up. And sign. she sleeps like that. So she has... So she'll get like a sticky note or something and put it on her saying, do, do not wake me up. And that's for like people when they come around for food and drinks. And yeah, everything. yeah. And she's there like looking like someone's been, you know, killed or something and they're just covering up the body. 
Yeah. She <laughs> she's there sitting like this, head to the side, knock out, and I'm like, What is wrong with you, you psychopath? Right? It's like Indy is so comfortable and I'm like, No, it's not, man. It looks so it looks claustrophobic. Alright, here's a question for you. I mean the and the other one I've seen, I don't know how people do it. The folding table and then they just they sleep on the table. It's not comfortable, it hurt, it hurts my it's back. It's not, it's not and again people do that. Alright, but here's the questionable questions, right? You get on the plane, you're in your seat, you got a funny little button which makes your seat go backwards. Yeah, What's yeah. the acceptable amount? The acceptable of amount is every man depression. for themselves. Every man for themselves. So what kind of guy are you? Are you, are you the one who's just like, are you a slow edger? Like, or are you just like, bang? Like, no, this is I'm what like, I'm bang, sit. I don't give a shit. Let's go. You're an <laughs> economy, I'm an economy. The dickhead in front of me done it to me. We're going to turn this into a human centipede, yeah? He shits on me, I'll shit on you. You shit on the guy behind, let's go. Right? That's why you always aim kind of for the seat at the very first row. That's why. That's it. That's why I pay for it, man. I, I sit there. The only problem. Tell me, what's the only problem with having that, that exit row seat? Everyone walks past you all the time when you buy the toilets. Nope, it's not that. What else? Is it the, is it the, um, the chair, the flipping fold-out desk? Yeah, and the yeah, fold I out? Do, I do, I, yeah, I don't like the TV that folds out. That's a good point. The other thing is your feet have nowhere to go. The best flight... I've had which kind of mitigated that I was in the Virgin it was coming back actually from WBBC mm-hmm. guys that was a bungalow accomplished in 2015 came back in premium economy they gave me a footstool and I was like oh my god this is game changer man because wow. trying, to, trying to sleep in a seat with your feet out is quite difficult add in a footstool and you got and obviously you can go back a little bit oh my god it's so easy have you ever so, been on like a first class flight I've been business class a few times but on those flights there was no first class all right, so whenever I do my honeymoon, whether it's next year or the year after, I don't know when it's going to be here. Yeah. Right. But I've, I've, I've said to Sanj, look, we're going first class because I want to experience it just once. Yeah, okay. baby. I want to just experience it just once. I don't, okay. I don't care. I just want to do it. I want to go on a flight and actually sleep comfortably in like a little thing that reclines yeah, yeah. all the way back into a sofa. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me just experience it. And apparently there's like, I've heard stories of chefs being on there. I've heard stories of massages being given to you. I'm like, what is this? out this extreme life that they're given in first class yeah you sit there as soon as you sit there they give you a menu I'm like oh we don't yes. get a menu in, in economy right virgin for that uh, I mean coming back to WBC which is, guys is an awesome experience anyway you're right I got there warm towel right that's the first sign a oh, nice yeah. warm, warm towel which is if you think about it it's really frivolous it's superfluous it has you don't really need it but it's just it like, has no need but when you hold it you're, you're like, on a plane <sighs> You're on a plane, you just, it's, it's like when the snacks come, you don't need all those snacks. But it's like, oh, nuts, man. I've never seen nuts before. Let me have the nuts. And then let me have the pretzels. All this ice cream. And you just eat all this shit. And then they can, you never say no. Like they come around with like, do you want one of these as well? Yeah. And then they come around with the drinks trolley. And you see all these little cans and you get excited. Like, yeah, yeah, I want a little can, man. I, I, love, I love ginger ale. Like ginger ale is my go-to drink on a plane. Um, you know, the Canadian dry. And... Yeah, so, yeah, I got a menu, and there was, like, options, and it comes on a real plate, and you got real cutlery, you know, and it's just, uh, it's just... That's yeah, you get real for. cutlery. You don't even get the plastic shit. You get, like, a you knife, and they're like, okay. oh, we trust you, so not to make it stupid. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, why, thank you, good sir. Right? You've, been screen- you've been screened. <laughs> yeah, you are acceptable. <laughs> that's wild, man, honestly. It just makes you think there's such a massive difference on a flight that's meant to give you the same service. You, you've never experienced this, but getting drunk on a plane is the worst thing you can do. 
Okay, do tell. The worst thing you can do. How like, so? I've, I've gotten a bit tipsy on the plane and I felt horrible because I peaked too early. Uh, right. And the rest of the flight was just like, I felt really, really sad. And I was like, this is actually quite shit. I felt really but, sad. <laughs> yeah, I felt, I felt really sad. I was like, oh, I'm in the air. I can't really enjoy TV because I'm a bit too drunk to enjoy it. Like, this is, this is whack. Uh, and then eventually you kind of fall asleep and you sort of sober up, but it's not the same. Um, I've seen people get drunk going on a plane and they are fucked because the, the, when you get in the air, the pressure's different mm. and it makes you get drunk quicker even though you haven't oh, right. drank anything more. Yeah. So it really fucks with you. And I'm like, oh, I've seen people knock out like full mouth out trawling down the side of their mouth. And I'm like, this is, this is not cool. Doesn't sound particularly cool, man. It's not comfortable. I would, I would hate to be that person. You wake up just knowing that everyone's just looked at you like that for the last like X amount of hours. <laughs> oh, Your mouth gave it open and shit. Jesus. Yeah, we went to Lanzarote family trip. And obviously you get like families and you got the stag goers and like the Hindus and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, that's such a variety of people on a plane. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's just like... Do they clap when the plane lands? Yeah, the clapping. I've been on one of those flights and I'm like, it's his fucking job. I'm not clapping him for it. Jesus. Yeah, is it, is it clapping for him? He's clapping like we're alive, man. I'm alive, you know? Oh, God. So that kind of feeling as well. Um, oh, there's so much about flying, isn't there? Going through security... All that bullshit, man. How many times oh. have you been anonymously screamed? None. None? None. Nah, fuck you, bro. I've been interrogated bad times. Bro, bro, they, they, mate, they know who Dr. Jazz is. They're like, yo, you just separate, separate nah, I've, 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 I've been given the full treatment, bro. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's not cool. Not cool. I'm used to it cool. now. I'll go in and I'm like, you like time it. for my you anonymous like check. I don't like it. No, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready like, for my anonymous check. Let me assume the position. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Yeah. One day, if you're with any of us and we go to, if we go to Vegas one day, Garen, I'll make sure right. you get anonymous check. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I can't, I can't wait for that, man. I can't wait to just be out with the boys. It'd be nice to be on a trip. Um, here's a funny story. We went to Rome, family trip. Me, mum, dad, sister, Shindy, uh, before sister got married. Uh, October, I think, 2018. So, what is the rule for carry-ons in terms of liquids? Tell me. None. No liquids at all. No, you don't have liquids. About 100 mils, yeah? That's, remember, that's the rule. Oh, are you talking liquids as in, like, perfume? Yeah, or shower gel or whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just tend to avoid bag. anything, but yeah, yeah. Right. How long, roughly, has that rule been around? about a good five six years right it's not new right so maybe more than that dad dad uh, dad goes to security first yeah he's really happy he's like i got through no problems right and then we all come through and we're like dad where's your bag he's just forgotten his bag and as in it, you know it's obviously gone through the conveyor belt thing but it's actually gone to one side <laughs> so they've yeah. been saying whose bag is this we need to check it so yeah. then Dad goes there and they open the bag up and he's got that massive Lynx shower job full size, <laughs> right? And uh, so the lady's like, um, yeah, you know, you're not allowed this. And then Dad's like, oh, did they change the rule recently? And she's like, yeah, it's been about seven years. And he's like, oh, well. <laughs> it's just so funny. He was there like, come on, guys, come on, come on, look at me. I've been straight through. So, Dad, you haven't got your bag, man. Oh god, poor guy. Full size that, shower gel. Man. That that brings up memories of when when we went on your stag, 
to uh, to, uh and Dalip. Uh, Do you remember Martin when? Did... No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. I, I missed the stag. It was Dalip stag, right? He's one of the guys right. that we all know. The boys all went on it, and him and his brother, um, they had to check in a bag. And everyone has been like, why? We only came for the weekend. We all had like carry-ons. He's like, no, no, I checked in a bag. And they were saying, why have you checked in a bag? Like, what's in there? He said, oh, shower gel. He's like, hang on. You pay 50 quid to check in a bag because you wanted to keep the shower gel. He's like, what was a shower gel? He's like, link shower gel. He's like, so hang on. You can just buy this link shower gel when you get back to England and save yourself 50 quid. But instead you chose to go out of your way, get to the airport early and check it in. And he just looked dumbfounded, like, oh. <laughs> I was like, they saw you coming a mile off, son. Jesus mm. Christ. That, that, and that is, I'm not in that crowd in terms of, I'd rather take my miniatures or whatever. And even with the miniatures, what, what Shindy and I do is we have like generic containers. Because actually buying miniatures is actually very expensive. You get mm. the boots and stuff and you buy it. It's just, it's a rip off. So you buy the full size stuff anyway that you're going to keep at home. And then yeah. we fill. A little miniature. That's smart, step, yeah, yeah. Right? There's that. Oh, yeah, get to the other side. Buy your shit. Buy everything there. That, but that's, that's quite easy. When you get to Boots, there's always that There's always that one little, one shower gel I always get. Yeah? It's that oh, green, wait, wait. that green, yellow, green one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That green mint one. Oh, the my black God, cap. man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. man. That thing makes oh, you feel like you're on holiday. Man. You apply it and there's it just feels that. like it's burning your skin, but it feels so, <laughs> so good. Cleaning. Mate, you put domestic, that on you the morning after a hangover, you feel like you're alive. Alive, okay? yeah. Tingling skin. <laughs> Straight up tingling skin. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's that, and I like uh, the, um, you know, the, the sunscreen, the spray on. Oh, like, spray on sunscreen's better than the flipping, the oh, actual God. full lotion. The, the full lotion, the, the white stuff, you just got to rub it in. It, it just, just never, go. it never sinks it in. Go. It just feels, like, this, like, feels like it's just lying on your skin. Right. It's like, what is this? It just looks horrible. The key is to buy, when we talk about the spray, it's the one that says Invisible Mist. That's the one to buy. Invisible Mist. It's got, it's got the yellow cap, you know, the blue bottle, the blue metal yeah, can. Yeah. And you just, yeah. and Have you ever it. tried buying sunscreen during, um, what is it? What is it? Um, during off-peak season. So if you try and buy sunscreen to go to a warm location at like Christmas, <coughs> ever tried it? No way. You know how fucking expensive it is? They like triple the price. Because oh. they know so, that you're going to like a foreign destination, so they're like, "Well, you you're gonna pay hand over hand over fist now, mate." That's interesting. Have you ever been to somewhere like at that Christmas period where for us it'd be traditionally be cold and we have a Christmas no, tree? Right? So, no, no, and I, I I don't think I could do it either. I wanna I wanna be like, cold at Christmas. Like Christmas is yeah, yeah Christmas yeah. is cozy. But in fire. Australia, it's their summer, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's great." Yeah, on the, the beach. beach. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I can't be doing that, man. I, I need to be cold. I need to be cold. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not watching Christmas films if it's warm outside. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. It feels weird, doesn't it? It feels like you're like cheating the system. It's like, what's going on? Cheating the system. Cheating the system, yeah. yeah. But even then, their version of winter in Australia isn't winter. It's still warm. When is, it, when is their winter? Summer. Our summer, so like June, July, like now. Yeah, so it's oh, not sorry, it's not, not exactly yeah. freezing. It's like a decent warm temperature. <laughs> They're like, it's only 20 degrees. <laughs> yeah, only 20 degrees while we're out here being like dying for 20 degrees right now. I saw India. the news the other day saying, yeah, yeah, we're, we're heat wave in England, 20 degrees. I'm like, that's barely even a mild warm weekend. But okay, whatever, whatever gets people excited, right? 
in winter in India, like December time, is awesome. That's cold. That's no. cold. Well, it's cold, but it's not us cold. It's not England cold. Like, because the thing is, Indian summer is like forty-five degrees minus, bloody hot. But if you go towards the kind of the, the back end, uh, it's quite nice. You still you like yeah yeah okay you have to use blankets. Hang on, like, where uh, in India though? Are you talking like Goa? No, no, no. I'm talking about Punjab. Um, the two times I've been in winter, like December time. Isn't it like mad foggy and cold? Yeah, it is fog. But I know we were walking around with. Um, okay, you might have a light jacket. I might have to use my builder's jacket. Um, but again, comparing it to if you go to India in the summer, right? Forty-five degrees, man. Air conditioning everywhere. Like I go from the car to walk to the restaurant, and I'm out in the sweat, having fully showered. Like there's just. It's not compatible with life, man. Mm. But when you go in the winter, it's uh, it's quite nice. That's true, you know. The weird thing is, is when you're in a hot climate and you showered, you're like, do I have a cold shower or a hot shower? Because you're like, well, if I have a hot shower, I'm going to come out colder. But if I have a cold shower, it'll feel nicer, but I'm going to come out hotter. And then you walk outside and you stand in your balcony, you're like, I'm sweating already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, what is the point? What is the point, man? It's horrible, man. Mm. You got any plans to go to the seaside or anything? or? Seaside? What am I, you five see, years you, old? I don't know, man. I really... When was it? I wasn't really a guy who would enjoy being in the water, right? Until we went to Hawaii. And I was like... Garen, I only go in the water if it's outside England. I've seen the state of the sea in England. It's not nice. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, fine, fine. But you are someone who likes to go in the water. Yeah, I, I like it if it's really warm. Uh, and if it's clean. So, like, if the water's clean, yeah. But... I remember when we went to Miami and we saw the sea there. I was like, "Yo, this is this is disgusting." Really? Right? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't clean at all. It was quite dirty. Uh, so the beaches there, do people go or not go? No, no, the beach is fine, but the water is dirty. So um, people just don't go in the water then. Well, they go in the water, but if 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 I was somewhere like that, I'd expect it to be like cleaner. Yeah, Probably my perception of Miami would be this is going to be a like, clean place, like ice, like ice clean water. Ice clean is that even a word? Like. Clean blue water. That that's what I expect. Clear, clear water. Okay. Yeah, clear blue water. Mm. No, none of that. All that. Mm. I'll never forget going to Dubai as a, as like a early teenager. Mm. That was an experience. Seeing like the flipping, seeing the beaches there, the man-made beaches in the water. I was like, this is wild. I didn't even yeah. know it's fake. It felt so real. Family holiday or? It went, went with my sister, my brother-in-law, and my sister-in-law because they they just wanted to go away for like a summer, and they took me. And it's cool, oh, but do you get do you get some McDonald's? Oh, I wish I did. You know, oh, oh. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. No, no, I was like thirteen at the time. Oh, hmm. baby, look at me. Yeah, me with my little non-bearded self. I met some old work like the other week, right? And right. Uh, they didn't believe me when I showed them a picture of me without a beard. They're when, like, when you look when so you say... different. You mean little beard or just like no beard? Because no, you no young, beard, like like, like just young, young days, like clean, like like clean shaven indie. I used to be clean shaven when I was like eighteen. I don't, I don't think I've, I don't, I don't know that indie. I've never seen that either. I'll show you a picture of him one day, and you'll be like, "That's what you used to look like." I was Did like, you have yeah, braces? I have a beard. No, I didn't. I had braces late. I had braces when I was like twenty. Yeah, I didn't. Nineteen twenty. What was your like back then? I had butka. Yeah, I had a butka. Like the down version or the up version or the up version. Yeah, the up version. Yeah, I had the up version for years. I only started doing down version after traveling. Oh my god! I've, yeah, I've never seen this version of Indie, man. You saw the up version of Indie with a podka. Every Bangladesh practice I had it up. I had it flat though. It was flat. No, it wasn't no, like I mean, it wasn't rhino horn. <laughs> no, that's what I'm on about. Yeah, 
No, I wasn't rhino horn. No, no, no. I was like flattened hair. Like I had my hair there, but it was like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Right. You think I was a rhino horn kid? No, bro. <laughs> I'm not like those Canadian kids. Yeah, they rock that shit till the wheels come off. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of guys who do it here, but it's less, much less here. It's very for rare older, to see. For the, for the older generation, that is. The younger kids. I think it's like a rite of passage. The transition is you start with the jula. Jula guys is your hair. Yeah, um, you know, and like a little that. handkerchief. Right. But it's all patka, yeah. And then it's kind of tied up with the strings. And mm. then my next evolution was you, that bit comes off, and it, but the, it's still the front, the hair, right? So it's mm. just down. And then mm. now it's just like migrated to the back. And well, in your case, it's just it's just come off, hasn't it? And your Jura is, 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 there, is there somewhere. Yeah. I still call myself Sikh, but I don't wear a vodka. I know, shoot me. No judgment here. Mm. I still get judged, you know, I swear I still get judged by it for not, for not, for not having my hair in like a, a bug or like in a vodka. Honestly, I you do. Look, you, look, you look nice with a bug. Even by our own people, like it's wild. I'm like, why is it such a big deal to you? You know your bug style? Yes. Is it different to your dad's? Yes, massively different. Mine's a Turkan style. Dad's is a Patiala Jack style. Explain that to me. So dad's style does not suit me. His style was like a spaceship on his head, yeah? I don't like that. I have a small head, yeah? He has a much wider face. <laughs> but right? if... No, because what you're, what you're really talking about is the. Is it more the style? Because obviously, someone like Bujito, a lot of people, if you tie the Patiala Shai properly or neatly, let's say, but there's a lot mm. of variants. You're right, there's a mm. lot of variants mm. within that bug style. Whereas the style you tie is a lot more standardized. Yeah, like the style I, I tie is just, it's like it's folded, it's neat, it's tidy, it's smooth, uh, it's easy, easy to apply. So your wedding I'm day. I'm fine with that. What style are you gonna have? I'm I'm gonna tie my own bug, yeah, sorted. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Fine. Fine. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not since, gonna do anything special. No. 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 Have you got Mate, any pictures of like you with the other style? No. No. Oh, I'd I'd love to see that. If you want to tie one on me, you can. We should do that for the podcast. That'd be quite interesting. No, no. You can just tie one on me, and we can put it on Instagram, and people can see it. There you go. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. We good. can set that up at our next meetup. Done. Is Bal the same? Does he share your philosophy? Yeah, he used to tie his own little flex, and then when I learned how to tie it, he just copied me. That's it. Oh, sure. You're the trendsetter. Okay. Mm, yeah, shit, you know, I actually kind of am. Trendy thing. When you have, you, when you have the kiddies. Huh? Yes. Keep the hair, yeah. Definitely, man. I want to keep the no, hair. Were you a Patka guy, or were you the Ramal guy? Oh, when I was a kid? Yeah. What do you mean? I did both. You did both? What do you mean? As in, so obviously guys, what I'm wearing now is a butt I'm covering all my hair, but as a young Sikh boy, you can have a situation where just the top knot bit is covered with like a white handkerchief. That's what I had, yeah. I had that, but a black handkerchief. Yeah, because okay, so you had a Ramal, not a Yeah, I had that, and then I transitioned to a butka. Too cool for school. When I was like in year seven or something, I was like, I went a butka. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought I could hang with the big boys. <laughs> I was wearing like this. I was wearing my my brother's old patke that weren't even black. It was like turning grey because it had been washed so much. You know, the yeah. ones where they're so worn out. 
No, I'm I'm thinking about I'm thinking about that. But I'm also thinking about there's a phase where I went through like multicolored parquet. Oh, you went through colors. You were the color coordinator. Pink, green, yellow. Is like I was bright. How was that? Were you getting any props for it? Did anybody recognize you? <laughs> no, not not. Did any. did Jenny on the block say hello, Garen? I like your hey, I like your hey hey, hey hey Jazz like yeah. She's like I'm gonna match my journey to your pug yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no girl or your journey to school man <laughs> no. Oh god, but uh. The funny thing is, back you know back then you're just like, nah, man, to a black man, you to be cool and navy blue and black. And as you get older, like now it's all about okay, vibrancy and colors. Like if you, you're the same. Like your bug color on your engagement, peach, it's like a peach coralie color. It's yeah, really, yeah. really nice. It's popping. Rather than you know, if we just wear black and blue every day, it's just boring. No, I like I, I like having different bug colors because it's like it gives me something to look forward to. If I have to wear the same color bug all the time, I just not have fun with it. I've got so many different colors. I'm like, yeah, I actually look forward to. You know, folding it, ironing it in place, tying it, making sure it's all okay. Like, I, mm. I make a bit of a, a game out Routine. of it. Routine, a game, gamify it. Okay. A game out of it, a game out of it. Tell me about your t-shirt. You've got some, uh, you got some big boy in your t-shirt. Oh, this t-shirt, even. Hang on, This is this boy here. For those of you that can't see, it's basically a polar bear stepping on a Lego brick. Is it a polar bear so, yeah. or is it like a normal bear? It's a polar bear. It looks look, like a polar bear to me. It's white. It, look, it looks like the bear out the revenant, the one that mauls Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, potentially. Uh, got it from Spain in Madrid. Madrid. Found it. Found it. Uh, found it like a pop up shop. And tell me, okay, so what's the message here? What's the symbol? Lego. Polar there is bears. no. It's just funny because he's stepping on a piece of Lego. Look, because he's screaming be in there. pain. Is it, is it he's shouting in pain. That's it. So why is this Lego here? Yeah, he's just shouting in pain. That's it. He's like, oh, that's it. Is that how you feel? That's how I feel inside that's sometimes. How you feel. I step on a piece of Lego. Have you ever stepped on a plug or a piece of Lego at night time? Oh, the pain. Oh, oh the pain. I remember once in med school, second year, these are the days where I hadn't passed my driving test, so I used to take the train, which is okay because the University of Birmingham had the same train station, and med school was mm. just outside that. So mm. perfect. But I remember waking up one day and I think I stepped on my laptop charger and I kind of make a little hole in the bottom of my foot. And then I think hole I got, in like, the bottom of your foot. How big are we talking? Like no, no, not not big. Just just like a little bit, but there's a bit of blood. And I was just I think I just passed out and then I just fell asleep. You passed <laughs> out. <laughs> As in I don't know what happened. I can't remember, but I think I passed out, fell asleep, woke up, missed the lecture. I was like shit. I just stepped on this. Char-. It was like. When I say the charger, so it wasn't the plug part, it was the bit that goes into laptops and the, you know, the circular bit. And it, yeah, was just, yeah. you know, it was a bit old and sharp and I just, it just kind of made like an impression. Ooh. Yeah. Did you get it seen to? Yeah, man. It's all good. You know, the old Dettol? Bad boy That's Dettol. what you did. You just smacked some Dettol on it and put a sock on it. That's it. You're fine. That's it, man. This is your man. You're limping away. Limping away, hopping into lectures yeah, on one like, Guys, not going to lectures now for next week. Who am I lying, man? I used to go every lecture, man. I was the guy. You were you, you were too much of a, a good boy, man, Sachi. Mm. You were. Four good grades the whole way through school, university, everything. Absolutely. It was all about academia and now it's all about now I like applied academics, I like life experience, I like interesting conversations. Mm. Uh I like apprenticeship. Uh yeah, I think Different ways to learn. I think that's the style I'm enjoying at the moment. Mm, okay. Yeah. One thing I saw the other day, I was on YouTube. Um, mm. Since since we had Dino on as a coach, right? I was looking at right. seeing who's who are fake coaches out there. And this <laughs> guy, 
Who Jay done messaged like... me today about this. <laughs> Who did? Jay, Jay Payne's. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's that story. kid, isn't it? That, Govey. Um, Govey. that fucking kid, Govey. Yeah, so GS, for those of you that don't know, there's this kid. What is it, TS3? I think his academy is GS3. I mean, so, I've known about yeah. it for a while, but he... Govey Singh, that's his name, right? Student, yeah? yeah, he basically set up his own trading company. Forex. And then, yeah. yeah, it was Forex trading and con people into, into buying it. And then, not buying it, but investing with him. And then telling them that he was, you know regulated and everything and he was all okay and everything was all cushy and essentially people put their money in their price went up which is great they tried to withdraw it he said no keep it in because if i withdraw your money you're going to tank everybody else's position and then eventually they all went bankrupt and they had nothing there people put in their like life savings into this guy and shit i think the amount was that was so lost in total was something like three million yeah three million. Stat that i saw today yeah. the thing is what i did i didn't read all of it but i know jay uh, had it in his story it was about like, you know, if I create a course, right, and I, I look, I have a coaching program, right? That's one thing, like teaching somebody a skill set. But then if you're offering financial advice and you're not, uh, you're not um, authorized by the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority. That's it, the FCA, that's the one, yeah. Right, so you have to be regulated. He claimed he was, though, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, this dude's like in his 20s. I think, he's, I think he was a medical student. I'm not sure if he still is a medical student. Uh, he had the usual, you know, the bling-bling and the cars and the... So the, the bling-bling uh, and cars was paid for by, a, by like, the actual... Forex companies to get him to get him on board and to get other people on board to just put oh, money probably. into their shit. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got the you know the things where people just vomit fashion where you wear like everything Gucci. Here's the fuckery yeah. though, right? Apparently he got approached by by the journalist who'd done the piece on him on the BBC. Uh his mm. name is Mobeen. Yeah, yeah, Mobeen, the undercover guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he approached him and he said, like, you got a comment or anything? And he said, No, he didn't have anything to say. He was out in Ilford walking with his dog. He ran into a shop, called his mum to come and collect him, and drove away in the car with his mum. Sorry, this so is... So, he wasn't this... living this, like, mad flash life. He was just having it to, to basically stump for a bunch of pictures. Mm. And then he went back to his normal life in Ilford with his parents living at home. Very humble beginnings. Interesting. The point I made to Jay is, look, whether it be Forex, whether it be property, whether it be business mastery... Right, these these gurus exist everywhere. Public speaking. That made me jump into like a loophole on YouTube and just seeing how all of them did it, like Ty Lopez, all those guys. I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, There's well, so we, many we, of them. We spoke about this with the remember Raj. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Raj and Raj just said like he he even he even met all those people who were like claiming they were living big and then going to stay in like a three star hotel after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly that. And the question always to ask is, are you making money from teaching me? Like, are you the course? Or are you making money from the thing you're teaching me? That's differentiation, right? Uh, Which one should it be? It should be, look, if I'm teaching you about how to make money from property, then I should be making from property first. And then, yes, I can show you the techniques. But if I'm just making money by showing how you had to do it, and I don't really care, I'm not investing Which in your Which means success, you're the product, yeah. Right? This is, this is what a lot of these guys do. That's, and the thing is, if you learn how to do basic things like look at the company's house, look at their accounts, Right? And just yeah, but people don't have time for that it. because when they put you in that pressure cooker situation, being like, you got fifteen minutes to buy, and they're like, oh, it says if you're having second thoughts, then this isn't for you, bro. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, but it is for me. It's like you're playing on people's own psychology. There's a whole thing about this. If you guys, if you're interested, you want to watch it. There's a guy called Mike Winnett. He's from Warrington up north. Uh, I know that place because I invest there for property. He's got a video called the Contrapreneur Formula. 
So the things that you're talking about, India, that I know we talked about before, the number mm. ending in seven, right? The, the one nine nine seven, the nine nine seven. What you talked about there is false scarcity, urgency, mm. yeah, limited urgency places, only today, one place left, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, there's a whole system to this kind of type of stuff. That they the all, fuckery most is, right? I was thinking like, yo, this was... I used to work at a place where the main... CEO was doing this and I didn't realise it at the time and I was like he was he was doing this he was selling himself basically saying like oh you get unlimited access to me and all this shit oh masterminds yeah he was doing the mastermind groups and shit and then he would like oh and then and then you want to jump on the agency side and it was like a stepladder where like you get in the base one and you jump and you jump and you jump and you jump and it's like it never ends and I've seen people who are there just always unhappy with the service that they're giving and I'm like yeah you're paying Paying out your ass for this, like, what are you doing? The thing, and this is a, this, and you, 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 uh, but, you make a very but, good point there. But it, it, it just messes with me because I'm like, yo, how are you not realizing you're conning man for money? Like, how do you fucking sleep at night? You're literally stealing people's money. Yeah, no, but you're not you're giving them anything. There, what you're talking about there is about conscience, isn't it? Right, you're you're coming from a, a moral and ethical viewpoint where it's obvious and you're integritous and you have integrity. From what Rad said on the podcast, he was like you got these hustlers doing from stage, but then you got the guy in Paris with the three cups and doing the balls. Yeah, yeah, like everyone's, yeah. You just hustle at different levels in different uh, ways. Um, ultimately, it comes down to value though, right? So, you know, when I sit down with people, I've got a coaching program. It's not for everyone. It's a lot of hard work and time, effort, energy. It's a premium product, right? I don't shy away from that. And what I say to people is, look, the reason why it's priced at this point is because it's an exchange of value. If I deliver on this, this, and this, and you get this result, it's worth it. You know, it's worth its weight in gold and probably more. It's when there is no value, or not no value, it's like what a lot of people find is the stuff they're telling you is so like surface level that you could find in these self-help books. It's like, what am I paying for, man? You're just reinventing the wheel, using your own terminology. And then mm. because it always comes to, well, if you want more, here's the upsell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come and get it with me, 10 grand. No, no, you want more access to me, 100 grand. I met a guy... I was on a program and his like top product was a hundred grand coaching program and people were paying it. And I was just like, what? I was like, this is just, yeah, crazy. How do you stop people from like thinking that you're, you're like one of them with that, with the same like funnel approach and the webinar and shit and the yep. premium product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. That comes down to really, um, I'm very transparent, so you can look at all my channels. Channels, you can all call more reviews. That's the first thing. There's social proofing out there. In terms of credibility, I come from a place of science. So, you know, what I bring is psychology and coaching, but bringing them together. And then we have the alignment call. You know, the alignment call is where we jump on a call. It's 90 minutes with me. It's purely, uh, you know, it's unadulterated access to what I do and how I do it. I lay it all out. It's not like sign up and then I'll start showing you stuff. It's like, this is what it is. This is where you are. This is where you want to be. This is how we're going to do it. This is the investment. You want to do it? Yes or no? That's it. It's, it's really that simple. Um, and I know, and because it's an eight-step program, by call two or three, like you've got so much value. Like I'm taking a guy through this now. It's going to be released late, late, late this year in the form of um, some content. So he's a big YouTuber. He's got 1.8 million subscribers. So he's big. I'm taking him through the program uh, with the hope that, well, we are documenting his journey uh, as we go through. And then he's doing a piece on that. He's going to release that as content on the back end. 
um, just to you know increase the reach of this work. We're in talks mm. now about doing it with some high level athletes. And if I get, you know, if, if some of these convert, then, uh, you know, I'll definitely share it on the podcast. But at the moment, we're, uh, we're cooking those up. But it's a good question, man. It's all about being credible, being authentic. And uh, when you've got, like Dina said, like on the podcast last week, he's got nothing to hide, man. Like, ask him anything you want or ask me anything you want about the coaching. I'll just tell you. There's no, like, smoke and mirrors, you know. And mm. it's about being the right fit. That's the other thing, indeed. A lot of these guys... Our solution will fix every problem you have. It's bullshit, man. It's like me saying, <laughs> doctor, my treatment will I can give to any diagnosis. Yeah, man, you got a problem, you paracetamol, aspirin, no, that's wrong. So, and again, that's the whole point. The 90 minute call is really for me to diagnose and sit with you and say, yeah. have you got the specific problem for which I have the specific solution? Are we going to be a good fit? If we are, I'm going to recommend the solution. If we're not, I'm going to say, I enjoyed the chat, but yeah, I think you're better off doing this, this, and this, and maybe come back if this changes or whatever hmm. good clarification man I think it's important because when I was watching this I was like yo this sounds very similar to some things that I know that that people that I know do for example you there's a couple of other people that I've worked with in the past and like it sounds very much like what you guys do and I've put together those like funnels and shit and I've seen like old live mm-hmm. webinar when it's just a fucking pre-recorded thing that's been played again and again and <laughs> it's, it just made me think like fucking hell this is insane why do people fall for it? But Because there's a pain, isn't it? Everything, when you buy something, it's either, you know, it's, it's pain of gain, isn't it? But pain outsells gain 10 to 1. I want to have more money. I want to have more time. I want to be healthier. These are the main ones isn't it, that people are selling. Mm. Um, and if it's a potential thing, I could take you from here to here. I've got a technique. I've got social proofing because I've got this flashy car. Or I do this. Whereas... Everyone does that, man. Like, so everyone's doing the Ty Lopez, the kind of Lamborghini in the basement. This is my car and this is my bookshelf and yeah. all the knowledge that I've read. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But every, every, that's like the standard thing that will come in like a helicopter. Whereas, you know, my audience that I want to appeal with, it's like, I sit with them. It's like, listen, I don't want those things. And a lot of people, the people I help, they don't want these things either. The whole point of the program is to uncover what you actually want and to live authentically. Mm. Right. For me, that is, that's a pretty frugal lifestyle, man. I like the things I do. I want to do more of them. I don't need this flash. I don't want to show you flash. I want to show you real. Bruce, I was just thinking about today, actually, in the car. Bruce had this, Bruce Lee, sorry, had this great thing when he was asked, like, you know, what is a great martial artist? And he said, I can't remember the exact words, because, you know, to honestly and truly express yourself. He, was, he talk, basically talks about honest expression of self. He goes, it's so hard. He goes, it's so easy for me to be all like a flash and doing these kicks and punches. But he goes, to honestly express myself, he goes, that is a true martial arts. He was saying that, because he studied philosophy, Bruce, and he was like, this is how to live life. Mm. But how do you do that? You know, how do you honestly express yourself? How do you stop doing the things that you think you want and start doing the things you actually want? That's the difference. Mm. Okay, okay. Going back to that kid though, fucking hell, he's on the dropshipping hype now. Could be saying he's on the he's he had, on dropshipping now instead of forex. He had both businesses yet at the same time. He's like GS three Academy, that's what it was, and he had the forex side and he had yeah he had the dropshipping side. And he's like I'm gonna make you this money. I originally I reached out to the dude from a medical point of view. I was like you're a doctor, you're doing this. I was like let's have a chat. Hitting it back like he had one of those. Um, he clearly had someone managing his account. They sent a message yeah. back. I'm in this world. I know. I was like look, you're clearly somebody manages his account. 
I want to speak to the guy directly. What did they uh, say? No, no, nothing. Just, yeah, ghosted or whatever. And I was just like... Because from my point of view, I was looking at the guy. I was like, dude, this is not the image to have, man. Like, what, what are you doing? Mm. Um, yeah, like, you've got... You, Why isn't you, it the image to have? It's just not authentic, man. Like, this this flashing guy. like, he's walking around giving £10 notes out to people. That was a nice uh, publicity stunt, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just... just um, yeah, I was like, dude, if, if you're actually generally doing this and you've cracked it, you could do this in a way where people actually pay to, you know, come properly to do these things. But why are you portraying yourself in this light? Now, the property company I went through, right, they were legit, man. They had, e like, every time I was on a course, 100, 200 people in a room, consistently. Great reviews. You'll never hear this company, like about oh this is scam this is scam because they've got real people with property experience coming to teach you giving you real value it can be done like you can charge for something and deliver value it's not like it has mm. to be one or the other you see the people are greedy and they want to do it on mass scale and they want to do the least amount of work but charge you know whatever they charge yeah it's just mad like the conscious thing where people just still do all this fucked up shit and still think it's okay and just Oh, it proper, proper grinds on me. I don't know how... Working for someone like that, as well as looking back and I was like, I should have fucking bailed earlier. I don't know why I did it. I was just in it for the paycheck, but I didn't see it until I left and I was like, oh, that was actually a really bad deal. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Well, thankfully, you're not like them, Darren. Mm. For a while, I thought I was going to become one of them. I thought that was why? the... As in, when I got into personal development, I thought the epitome of personal development was to be a Ty Lopez or a Grant Cardone or some of these dudes, you know, like success resources, mm. get on the stage and just sell shit. And yeah, I thought, I thought that's, I thought that's it, yeah, that's, that, that's what I want to do. Uh, what stopped more, you from getting there? No, I got really close, man. Uh, 2019... NAC, the National Achievers Congress, which is put on by Success Resources, came to Birmingham. Headlining was mm. Grant Cardone and Gary Vee. Gary Vee closed out the show on Sunday. Yeah. Russell, Russell Brand was there. Really, really good. Loads of value, um, but loads of, it's basically it's a pitch fest, essentially. And at that, there was a behind or uh, closed door meeting with the owner of Success Resources, mm. a guy called Richard Tan, uh, him and his wife, Veronica Tan. There's actually a video, there's a video of me and Veronica Tan on my Instagram. I remember that, yeah. Check yeah. it out, right? And basically, they had this program, they're like, um, there's this program called the Protégé program where you give us investment, I think it's 50 grand, and then it was, um, yeah, you get to roll with us for the next like two years, you go to all Tony Robbins events, you go to all the events you want to go to, we build out your office for you, we get you on our stages, you sell from stage, right? So I was in that meeting with a couple of, a couple of us. And I was like, is you know, is this it? Is like, is this the opportunity? Like when you're there, you think this is the opportunity, and then, um, yeah, I didn't go for it. Why didn't you go for it? Because you weren't convinced. Yeah, it was just like because I saw <laughs> things. I saw some of the other guys actually on the program. I met them. And I was like, these guys are not inspiring at all, man. Like some of them came out on the stage during that show, and they were just doing basic things like introductions. And I was like, man, these aren't great speakers. Um, mm. Success resources have massive leverage, yes, but they do have a bit of a rep now. Um, a bad rep. In a sense, for these, like, you know, pitch fests or whatever. Um, because the business model is essentially they make a loss on putting on the event, 
then when these guys sell from the stage at that first event, they break even. But when you attend those, whatever you pay for, the upsell on that, that's when they make their profit because they take they take like a hefty chunk. I think they take at least forty percent of the back end sale, the upsell. Wow. You know, the ten k product level. Um, that's when they make profit. So it's a you know it's a long funnel, uh, but you know they've been around around a long time. They're one of the biggest ones. They're recognized. They got Tony Robbins. They got what? Tony Robbins. He's the guy that runs it. No, no, he doesn't run it, but like you know, he's like their mascot. Let's say he, he's probably their biggest star. They got they got all the, the gurus. Let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's probably the biggest. Like a whole other world to me, man. It's a whole. It's a, it's a whole. It's a whole new world, man. I'm telling you. There's a if there's a guy you will like. You'll appreciate his videography. His name is James. Johnny J A N I. He's the guy whose video I watched. He's the guy's video I watched about yesterday. The fake guru. His. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love. I love it. it. The dude's only got like seven videos, but he's nearly got a million subscribers. But the quality, yeah. the video production quality. Um, you watch his one about MLM as well. That's where you'll see your Vimi, Vimeo, the the V. What were they called? I can't remember what it's called. Oh, it's Vimeo. We'll go with Vimeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Bob Proctor. <laughs> so, uh, what? Well, watch it. There's two parts, I think, to the fake guru one. There's one and two, aren't there? So. Yeah, 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 watch, yeah, watch his videos. The one about money is very good. All his stuff is very, very good. I'll um, check him out now before I go sleep, actually. Yeah. So let's call it there because I've got to get up early. Lovely. Right, I'll chat to you next week. We've got some good guests coming in the future, by the way, guys. So I'm sure you guys are going to get very excited about the shit we're going to put out. So if you've got any guests you want us to talk to, anyone you want to recommend, please shout us. Uh, please do like, comment, share, subscribe. And... Pass this on to somebody that you think will like the podcast because we're trying to boost our numbers somehow. Um, word of mouth is the way forward for us, honestly. Indy, what kind of guests are we looking for? Give people a bit of framing. Oh, yeah. So we like niched down to our podcast. Yeah, and we said that we want minority voices with a story to tell, but equally at the top end of it, it needs to be an enjoyable, fun conversation because everyone's going down the serious route of talking about everything like, oh, mental health is really important and stuff which it is it's great but i want to add like a little bit of fun on top of it i want to get to know people's personality um mm. i want to see what the i can best. learn from that and like in like a light con in a lighter concept so yeah the best borat impressions very important their best borat impressions like that. if they if they yeah. do a good borat automatic entry into the podcast sorted just give us a right. shout fast pass cool all right cheers guys chat to you next week later there you guys